So we started the process uh, of building the vehicle by defining the boundaries and use cases of the vehicle. Um, so defining in which environments we will be operating, um, under which conditions. So for this vehicle in particular, uh, we'll see temperatures of between 0 and 40 degrees C maximum uh, and high load conditions. Uh, so our customer has came to us and said he wants to run uh, five, zero, uh, five quarter mile times uh, and by doing so he will discharge the battery quite heavily causing high load conditions. So the vehicle packaging challenges came with respect to uh, the battery size. Overall uh, with the vehicle's mass and uh, with the requirements needed uh, for the vehicle operation, the battery pack had to be very large. With the OEM drivetrain, the transfer case and the new uh, powertrain taking the place of the transmission, we could not position the battery pack between the frame rails as you would do on a standard EV vehicle. We opted to pos position the battery pack in the cargo area of the truck. Um, the main reason be behind this is it was the best place to kind of position all the battery pack uh, together and maintain a good balance between the battery pack cells and modules. The battery pack is essentially two small compact battery packs put together. Um, because of that, the battery pack weight is almost 2,000 pounds. The, uh, the mass of the battery pack is also larger than the capacity of the actual cargo bed in the vehicle. So we had to support the weight and the mass of the battery pack from the frame itself. So along with the addition of the battery pack mass, we had to also in, uh, increase the stiffness of our suspension. Uh, with the mass sitting on the over the rear axle primarily, it was only the leaf springs that we needed to change in the vehicle because this, the mass over the front of the vehicle stayed virtually unchanged. The vehicle weight was increased by approximately 800 kilos. About 600 kilos of the vehicle was uh, removed, but 1,400 kilograms was added due to the battery pack and other high voltage components. Based on the mass of the components and the component layout, we were able to establish the front and rear axle weights and center gravity of the vehicle. This then in turn helped us to size the suspension components required. So the Emax uh, is a powertrain that was provided to us and it utilizes the torque on demand transfer case that's equipped on a standard OE Ford Raptor pickup truck. This uh, transfer case itself has a mount and it is utilized with the engine mounts to support the engine and transmission and transfer case structure. In our case, we're utilizing the Emax and the transfer case and because of that, we had to generate a torque plate. We created a torque plate to mount to the front engine mounts, and we're utilizing the rear transfer case mount to support the Emax and transfer case structure. So one of the biggest challenges on this particular project was the 800 volt requirement. The 800 volt components currently available are very far and few in between, and are also very, very large. The Components often required a very novel solution for mounting and because of that we had to do things such as inverting the mounting orientation when it was possible uh, as well as modifying body and structural components of the vehicle to actually fit the component in. The vehicle was, is subject to driving in 0 to 40 degree weather. Uh, no extreme conditions by that standard, 
However, we still need to maintain the temperatures in the battery pack and all the surrounding components. The vehicle is also likely to be su subjected to very high load conditions, uh, such as a uh, quarter mile run. This will impact high loading, high temperature thermal loading onto uh, the battery pack and surrounding components. So the vehicle utilizes a number of different cooling circuits. Um, the first circuit is the auxiliary circuit. The purpose of the circuit is just to maintain the temperature within the reservoir. The reservoir temperature is highly crucial because it determines the inlet temperature to all of the different components within our system. The other circuits that are fed off of the uh, reservoir are the battery circuit, the inverter circuit, and the cabin heater circuit. The battery circuit you, uh, houses the battery and the onboard charger. However, the flow through the onboard charger is only utilized during charging. So during normal steady state operation, the flow goes, all of the flow from that particular circuit goes through the battery. The inverter circuit is separate just because the inverters that were supplied with this powertrain have very, very large pressure drop. Therefore, only a single pump, that's the only thing it can do, is provide flow through, that, through the inverters. The cabin heater circuit is utilized to heat up the cabin. Uh, it is actually fed off of a separate section of the reservoir and it utilizes a, a high voltage heater to, uh, to, to heat up the coolant to the temperature that will be found normally in an ICE or engine powered vehicle. This coolant is then fed through the, the cabin heater core and is utilized to power the heating within the cabin. The lithium ion modules in this battery pack require to be well balanced thermally. Because of that, we need to ensure that each one gets roughly the same amount of coolant flow. Uh, we have done this by utilizing 1D cooling analysis as well as incorporating a orifice plate within our cooling manifold that distributes the coolant to all the different cooling plates.